Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Blogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. Okay, I am pretty excited to talk to you guys today about this topic because I think it's really going to help a lot of you guys who are struggling, um, especially during this time of year. It's winter, um, you know, the holidays are around the corner and time gets more sensitive to everything that's going on around us. The days get shorter, it gets darker earlier, which doesn't always help with the moods and everything. Um, so I really want to talk to you guys about this idea that there, for a lot of people, are stages of blogging, almost like blogging grief, honestly, that you go through. Um, and I really want to talk about these things because I don't want you to feel alone. And I want you to know that sometimes the things that you experience that make you feel like, well, you know, like I'm a freak or like I don't, you know, I must not be cut out for this sort of thing or whatever, um, are not you know, are not really unique to you necessarily, like that a lot of people go through these things. And at the end of the day, it's what you decide to do that makes all the difference. So I want to talk to you guys about the different stages of blogging that a lot of people experience. Now, stage one is excitement, of course, because you found out that there's this way that you could potentially make money um, and potentially lots of it, depending on, you know, what your goals are. Um, online, at home, you know, like you can do your normal life at home, you can be an entrepreneur and you can write like if you love writing or you like making content or tutorials or doing crafts or something, um, doing recipes, like there's a way for you to share your gift with the world online um, and potentially make an income from it. And that's really, really exciting. And because of your excitement, you're ready to learn everything you can learn about how to make this thing happen. You know, you you take the courses, you um, read the books, you watch the videos, click on every ad targeted at you on Facebook or Pinterest or wherever, um, just because you're in a season of consuming information to help you understand how to be best successful at this thing that you really, really, really want to do. And once you've learned everything, it's awesome because you know a lot, Um but then it's like once you've gathered all this information, you have to still apply it. And and that's kind of the hard part for some people is like they love learning, but the application part can be difficult. I was that way early on, um, really consumed a lot of information because back in the day, like when I started, there wasn't a whole lot of resources out there. Like um, there were people that were making money online and there were a few books out there that were kind of talking about the possibilities and sort of how they had done it. Um, but, you know, I was consuming information from all over the interweb. So it's like, you know, getting all kinds of information and having to distill it down and decide like what's valuable information, what's not valuable information. Um, but at that point, I knew a lot and I had to figure out how to apply it and to f figure out, you know, which strategies were the ones I was going to adopt. Because it's sort of like in online marketing, there's like, you know, 20 or 30 ways to do one thing well, you know what I mean? And you kind of have to pick the one that makes the most sense for you. Um, so you go through that season of kind of knowing a lot because you spent time learning or, you know, engaging in groups and things like that, but you still have to apply it. 
And that leads you to a situation where I think most people get to, where they know a lot, but they do not have time to apply it. Whether you work a full-time job outside of blogging, or you're a full-time homeschool mom, or you're a full-time homeschool parent, or you are, um, you know, like you have a full-time job that you work from home for someone else, like you're not working for yourself, and blogging is not your main income source. Suddenly what you find yourself in a situation is you know a lot, um, you still feel excited, but you don't have time. And that is a recipe a little bit of bitterness can sink in in that time period um, where it's like your heart passionately longs to do this thing that you want to do, but it's like there's all these obstacles that are standing in the way of you having time to implement all the things that you have learned or need to implement to make this thing happen. Um, and that is where that paralysis of analysis sinks in and you start to, to overthink everything that you do and and this is where we begin to see the real kind of spiral down um, is the season of knowing a lot but not having time to apply it. And this this particular season is often when you start looking around, right? Like it's when you start getting into Facebook groups or getting on, you know, any kind of group um, or talking with other bloggers that you know and email or whatever or following their income reports or whatever you do and suddenly it's brought to your attention that everybody else is doing better than you are, that everybody else is 10 steps ahead of you when they started after you or right when you started um, and it starts to weigh on you because you think, man, like what are what is the magic thing that they're doing that I'm not doing? I don't understand. I can't wrap my head around it. I'm doing all the things. I know all the things. If I had more time, I could do I could be successful if I just had more time. And I know these are the thoughts that you think. So in today's episode, I'm gonna keep going here with the with how this all plays out. Um and I want you to kind of be thinking about these things as I talk about them and how they apply to you and like the thoughts that go through your own mind that are defeating for you. So after every, you start looking around and seeing how everybody else is doing, you know, you start really settling on the thought and the limiting belief that I must not be cut out for this. And from there, I must not be cut out from this. All it takes is for somebody to say something to you, whether it's your spouse or a friend or a relative or anybody in your life that makes some sort of negative comment about either the time that you're spending blogging, the money you're spending blogging, um, you know, anything, even if it's not even intentional, like meanness, it's just, you know, those, you know what it is. People say things, you read into it, their tones off, whatever. And then that thought just starts to spiral out of control in your head. And this is usually about the point when you ask yourself, is this worth it? I don't think it's worth it. And you say to yourself, I think I'm going to walk away. This is how blogs die. And this is the point where you have to ask yourself, am I going to push it all out and push on? Or am I going to decide it's not worth it? And that's a decision that you have to make. And you know me, I mean, the title of this blog is Just Keep Blogging, because I genuinely believe that if people will push through 
these seasons and they will put their heads down and they will decide what they want, which is my next episode. So be sure you listen to that one because it's going to be really good. <laughs> um, then you can make it and you can be successful and you can reach whatever goals you decide in your head you want to reach. But the only person that's keeping you from getting there is you. And that is the truth. I know these things because, you know, I've been through all of these things and I know that there were seasons of my life where I tried to blame everything and everyone else on why I couldn't get where I wanted to be at that time in my life. And the truth was, it was because I was choosing other things. Um, You know, I was the one choosing the trades. So instead of writing new content, I would get bogged down and say, oh, I've got writer's block. I can't do this. Like we make a lot of excuses, guys, as to why we can't be successful with these things. And I'm going to call it like it is because that's what a coach does, right? Is excuses. And we, we use a lot of different ones um, as a way to keep us from being successful. And that's a crutch. And if you want to be successful in blogging, you got to kick out the excuses, put your head down. And every time you have a free minute of your day, that you can work on blogging, um, you know, and, and not watch Netflix or, you know, not surf Facebook or whatever. It's all trades, guys. And if we choose to surf Facebook for an hour and a half, that's what we chose to do that day. If we chose to be on Pinterest pinning, you know, like just for fun for an hour, that's an hour we didn't blog. And that's the facts of it. Now, I realize that there are days of our lives where there is literally no time. Like we have events or we have to be somewhere. We have to do something. And I'm not trying to make light of the fact that there are real things that stand in your way. Some people, um, I know you have health scenarios that are interfering a lot of the time with your ability to block. And what I would encourage everybody to do, no matter what obstacles you have that are, you know, not just excuses, but like legit physical or whatever obstacles, I'd ask yourself, how do you best work around the things that you live with, whether it's chronic illness or um, whatever you may be struggling with? How, How do you get creative? How do you work with the scenario that you have to be successful? Like, how do you fight through those situations to help yourself be able to find time and energy to, to work on things um, that you're passionate about with your blog? So those are just things I want you guys to kind of keep in mind and to think about for yourself. Um, because, you know, there's lots of things that are standing in our way. Some of them are simply excuses. There are things that we just make up because we don't want to face the fact that we didn't do the work. Then there are things we've, you know, that are physical obstacles. Like we literally don't have time. Like there is no time in our day because we have so much going on that we never stop. Like we've got kids or you're at work or, you know, you have um, extracurricular activities you have to be at. And by the time you get home, you're literally just going to bed. And I know some of you guys have jobs where it's like crazy hours or crazy shifts or whatever, or maybe your spouse does, and that makes it even more difficult. Like there are tons and tons and tons of obstacles in life, right? 
There are all these things that can keep us from being successful. And my question to you and what I would like for you to do is before you throw in the towel, before you give up, before you back down, ask yourself why you're really throwing in the towel. Ask yourself, will I have regrets if I do this? And here's my other question. Rather than quit, can you just take some time off? I don't think we always realize that sometimes what we need is time off. Like if you've been blogging hard for, you know, three months, six months, a year, years, and you've not taken a time off from that, like just backing off of it a little bit, it can be, it's just like a regular job. Like it can get to where it's not fun because you never take a break from it. Your brain doesn't get a chance to break and refresh and renew. And if that means that you don't blog for a week, don't blog for a week. If you don't blog for a month, don't blog for a month. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I told you guys in a previous episode and I found out I was having twins, the morning sickness, um, the fatigue that I felt, the fear that I was constantly fighting, you know, just praying these kids would make it to full term, like all this stuff were barriers to me um, blogging. And there were days when it was hard to fight through and blog. But I realized, you know what, I'm going to take this as a season where I know what my goal is right now. My objective in this season of my life is to have two healthy babies, like to do everything I can within my power to help these babies make it to full term, to rest like I'm supposed to, to drink the water I'm supposed to, to do all the things I'm supposed to do. And I traded a lot of blogging Uh, momentum in that year of my life um, for that. And I'm okay with that trade. Remember, it's all trades. So as you're kind of going through this season of the year, I don't know what you're going through. And I don't know what you're experiencing. This might be, you know, the highest you've ever been in blogging, and you're thrilled and you're excited and you're on that high note. Um, But there will probably come a time where this high note because the high notes don't last forever, you ride the waves, right? So I'm asking you to stay on the float, basically stay on your float, Ride the waves of blogging. Because every time you get to that bottom, every time that you get to that point where your brain says, I don't know if it's worth it, because it's a question that you're going to ask probably 20 billion times in the process of what you're doing. I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know if it's worth it. When that question hits your brain, that's the point at which you have to decide will I continue to push through? Will I stop making excuses? Will I find creative ways, despite my obstacles like time or physical ailment, to find a way to make this happen? Whether that means, you know, on your commute home, you are recording your posts that you're supposed to be writing or your emails or, you know, making notes to yourself while you drive down the road with your phone recording. Um, You know, there are all kinds of ways. I just want to encourage you guys to get creative and to realize that, you can keep going and you can, you are smart enough, you are creative enough to find ways to pursue this thing that you started and finish it strong. Um, and more than likely, you will go through seasons in blogging where you feel like giving up or you feel like you're excited or you feel like you want to know more and you want to learn more and you want to go for it. But you're just constantly at some point you will be fighting that question. Is it worth it? Whether you are 
super successful and you've gotten all the things you want or if you're brand new (laughs) or if you're in the middle, it's always going to come up. Is it worth it? And that is the season of life where you have to put your head down and decide that it is worth it. And if it's not, it's okay. But I really believe that if you'll just keep blogging and you'll keep focused and you'll stop looking around at what everybody else is doing and you'll ignore the people who are the haters in your life, whether they're, you know, people who make comments on your blogs or your videos or, you know, email subscribers who kind of are sucky and send you nasty grams through email or whatever, whatever the trigger is that sets you off down a spiral path. You got to ignore that stuff, guys. It's not true. It's not affirming. It's not, it's not even from a happy place most of the time. It's usually from a place of jealousy or, you know what I mean? Like there's some other source that's causing that thing. I can't tell you how many times my husband would come in and say, are you on Facebook again? You know, like that little, like, that little, like twist in the knife just a little bit, you know, or like, are you blogging again? Back in the days when he didn't get it, like when he didn't understand, like I'm fighting for something better for us here, you know? And the truth is, if I had thrown in the towel all the times I wanted to throw in the towel, I wouldn't be where I am today, which is in a very happy place. Like I get to do a job that I love, run my own business from home. Um, I take off time when I want. I don't have any limitations on how much time I can take off if I want to take off I can take off you know like literally physically leave whenever I want to to go do whatever I want to do Um, I don't have to ask permission from anybody to do that and um, you know I've set my family up for more flexibility because I didn't throw in the towel every time I got a little bit of negativity and so I want you guys to keep that in mind like what you're fighting for is more life flexibility and you can't give up every time you get a little negativity I like that that rhymes so that's why I repeated it um yeah so fight for your flexibility push out the negativity because at the end of the day you're gonna show them guys you're gonna show them that you can and did do it It's not that far away, but you have to keep going. You have to keep fighting. You have to show up and you have to do the work and you have to not make excuses for why you couldn't put out a blog post this week. And if you've got some sort of thing that is like actually physically standing in your way, physically of completing things like a chronic illness or something, I just challenge you guys, come up with some creative ways to help yourself um, continue blogging in the midst of what you have to do and what you have to deal with on a daily and weekly and monthly basis. Um, You know, if batch blogging is really good for you on the days when you feel really good and you can like crank out like five blog posts, then do your best to do that. Um, But at the end of the day, I really think that it's worth it. And I think that you're going to find out that it's worth it. And I think that you will have less regret in life if you will just continue to pursue this thing and no blogging is a long game this is not a get rich quick scheme and if you're looking for that you're in the wrong place this is building an online brand and an online business think about all those people on food network You know what I'm saying? Like all those people are brands. And I I love to use these people because they're such physical and great examples of how an everyday person had some sort of niche idea, you know, whether it's Good Eats with Alton Brown where he teaches you the science behind food 
or it's Rachel Ray with her 30-minute meals, you know what I mean? Or it's the pioneer woman with her sweet southern everything, right? Like, there's all these things about them where they have built a brand around something that's a specific strength of their own. You have a strength of your own. You have something to offer the world. It's important that you don't give up on that, whatever it is, and that you pursue it and know there is an audience out there for you. Even if it's not a million people, maybe it's just 100,000 people, or maybe it's 10,000 people, or maybe it's 5,000 people. There's a saying in the blogging world that a thousand true fans is really all you need to have a successful online business. And so I want you to kind of keep that in mind. If you've got 1,000 true fans out there in the world, no matter how niche you are, um, you can be successful at blogging, but it takes time, it takes energy, it takes effort. And guys, it's time to ditch the excuses. It's time to put them out of the way. And it's time to get put our heads down and work as hard as we can and pursue this thing with all we've got so that we can prove to all those naysayers that you know what? I've got what it takes. I did it. And you can prove to yourself that you can run a successful online business and be awesome and enjoy the life that you have and the time that you have doing something that you really like to do and you're able to provide an income for your family, whether that's big, huge, or small. You have a part to play. You can do this. Whatever you do, just keep blogging.